It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. What's up, y'all? Good afternoon. This is the Grown Man-ish Podcast. I am the always fashionable bow tie fresh, and I got my ace with me. What's going on? It's Mike J on a Sunday. Dig it, I dig it. What's good with your brother? Man, how's, how's the man. week been treating? Oh man, week was straight, man. You know, dealing with the work stuff. You know, I, I we'll, we'll get a, we'll, we'll flush into that once once uh you know we I fully transition to something else. So we're just gonna do an episode of everything that went on the work, and we'll encourage listening letters in to flame their job. So look, we're looking forward <laughs> to that. You know, we're gonna have an episode to flame your job and coworkers. Y'all come up with a. Uh, with fake names, this is write a house of fresh fake names and fake companies, and we will read your listener letters, and we will flame the hell out of them. Yeah, so, that's right. Might, even before so I transition, we might we might do that episode. No doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, we're getting into everything. I want to say uh, first and foremost, uh, thanks to everybody. Definitely shout out to everybody that's been showing love, giving support. Um, or just you know, across across the country, uh, across the globe, we got some we got some listeners overseas in various countries. So, um, definitely want to say a big thanks to all of you who always have been holding the Grow Manage podcast down from the very beginning. Um, and I also want to encourage everybody to spread the word, share the love, uh, talk to your friends, your your the coworkers that you do like, you know, everybody, friends, family, everybody. Uh, just let them know about the Grow Manage podcast. We got a little bit of something for everybody. Um, but jumping right on in, man, I definitely want to uh, touch on a on a few things uh, that happened this week and went down this week. I want to definitely send prayers um, and, and a definitely a rest in peace uh, to the Project One Way contestant Michael Knight, who passed uh, this this past week. Uh, definitely sending prayers to his family and loved ones, you know, just for for them to be able to get through this rough time and you know the young talent. Um, gone soon, you know, gone too soon, Mike. So um, definitely cherish every day that you that you have. Um, enjoy those days. Enjoy your loved ones. Again, y- y'all always hear Bowtie first talk about, you know, let's not place a lot of value in material things, but let's let's enjoy the time. Let's enjoy um, our family and friends and, and the time that we have together. So uh, definitely a big shout-out to him and his family and, and sending prayers to them. Uh, also want to do some congrats, do some congratulations. You know, congrats to the Gucci man and his new wife for on their um, on their nuptials. Mike, did you did you get a chance to watch any of that on on the BET? Yeah, I, I watched. I watched the main. I watched the main event, and they was all dressed in white. I don't watch all of it, but man, I just really want. Okay. This. Have you ever seen somebody a rapper transform like Gucci man? And Gucci man, you man, know, have- was, was having some issues. You know, my man, he lost weight. I think he lost like 40 or 50 pounds, got his teeth fixed, went to prison. You know, he just dropped right. more and more music. So, man, shout out. I never was a big Gucci Man fan. I mean, some of the stuff is cool, but I'm, I'm just honest. I've never, I think after Icy, I, I hated Icy, so I never really gave him the respect maybe that he deserves. But I know he's like a real big artist. And, but 
definitely seen that brother get married, man. So definitely happy for him as far as his, like, you know, Gucci didn't change. I do want to read the book, so I heard the book was good. So I definitely, I once I read the book, I'll give you, I'll give you guys my opinion on the book. So, you know, I always want to be well read. But, man, also, I want to talk doubt. about rumors of Birdman and Tommy Braxton being married. I guess we're going yeah, to I, I saw I've seen three different places to say one people that they're married, some people that they're not, some people that they're already married. But I just want to discuss this. Now, I've been a Tony Braxton lover since the, since the Boomerang soundtrack when I was a little boy. I knew she was fine. Yes, sir. Now, I know Birdman got the money. And my man got a Chinese checker tatted on his head, face tats, and a mouth, and a mouth full of gold. I know Tony Braxton. I see. Through, I see uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've seen a couple of things where uh, Birdman is, is, is trying to have some of the facial tattoos removed. I saw that on a couple of outlets. Yeah, Man, Birdman is damn near 50. Yeah, I think Birdman was in yeah. his 30s when we started listening when Cash Money came up here. It was calling yeah. Daddy and stuff like that. He was older than on Cash. But my point <laughs> is, as fine as Tony Braxton is, you got the man with a Chinese checker sign on his head. And even if you took all that away, yo, Birdman's hit. And I ain't really the thing of judging dude. But, yo, he definitely looks like he's doing a Jerry's kid, like an old Jerry's kid or something like that. So, <laughs> but, you know, like I said, love, you know, what do you say? Love doesn't have a, love doesn't have a face. So, uh, the heart, you know, you can't stop, we can't stop what the heart wants. But if they are married yeah. or if they're happy, congratulations to them. So, we'll see how long this lasts. I'm going to give it a year. You have any predictions? Uh, no, nah, I don't. I don't have any predictions. Uh, I, 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 I'm gonna give him congratulations, and and I hope that uh, he can kind of turn some things around as far as uh, his his life is concerned. I know he's he's a, he's a big baller, you know, got got all the money and cars and jewelry and all that type of stuff. But but hopefully, uh, Tony, someone like Tony Braxton can can kind of get him um, a little grounded a little bit. So uh, much power, more power to him. I hope things work out for him. You know, I hope they uh, stay beautifully in love, so to speak. All right. All right, so today is Sunday. And for those who have been listening to the Grown Manage Podcast, we typically like to record on Wednesdays and Fridays. So but today we know we have some stuff to go on. I know Bowtie, we'll talk about date night that he had with his wife this weekend. But so this one, it's a little okay. fun on Sunday. So I went to church today, all right? So you know, yeah. you know, we live in a you know, and it was church was good and everything. So you know, the spirit got to going and people were shouting. And and you know, we had a guy and a, you know, we had a woman and a man that were running around the church with their arms up. Uh-oh. So Bokai, have you seen the meme where the, the the person running around in church and they fly out the church? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. That's I know that's bad, man. That's the first thing I thought of. When they were running around, it was just like, oh man, this is like that meme. They're gonna fly out the church. <laughs> so, man, that that's wild. Funny. The second part is the second get your little calisthenics in when you get singing. the Holy Ghost. I know, right? And the second part, this lady was singing a solo. She had like a like a Michael Jackson solo jacket on. It wasn't it wasn't that deep right red. It was like a plum. <laughs> had the zippers and joints on that mug, man. And she was like, you know, she's getting into it. She has a really beautiful voice. She's getting into it. She's flicking her fingers and everything like that. And I just was really wanting to, you know, start talking like Vincent Price and everything like that. You know, start talking my hands. Doing talking about what's Ola May. So, I mean, I thought that was wow. good, you know, being in church. And, you know, you start, you know, you don't want your mind the one because the summer was really, really good before you got to that point. But between them people running around the church, it looked like they was going to fly out, and then her having that Michael Jackson jacket on, 
singing a solo, man. I couldn't I couldn't keep my mind from wondering. I want to share that with the people. <laughs> Sounds right, like man, a wild so uh, Sounds like a wild excursion. Uh, hey, man, always, man. Got to get your blessings, man. So you know, I know you said date night. You posted it, man. So you ain't got to give us all the details, man. But give us, give you know, give us, give us a synopsis. Oh man, it was just a, a, a moment to catch up with some old friends from college. Um, have not seen and quite some time, so I uh, just went out and got some good food, listened to a little bit of music, uh, and just an opportunity for me and, and the lady to get out, of, of, you know, just, just have a night out and kind of debrief from the week or whatnot, you know, not, not nothing too fancy, you know, super anything like that, you know, real casual, real laid back, but definitely was a great opportunity to uh, connect with some friends we hadn't seen in over, over five or six years, uh, you know, just... Real good, real good fellowship, real good catching up. Um, we're all the same age, but uh, definitely different parts or different um, points in life, um, so to speak. I mean, they've been together just as long as my wife and I have been together, but um, the dynamics of their relationship are a little bit different from ours. But it was very good to uh, catch up with them and have a nice little night out. Um, I, I will say that uh, we had a nice little interesting, for those who don't know, um, Mike J and I always tell you we live in Indianapolis, and it's a very popular area. Um, called Broad Ripple. It's, you know, it's a nice, nice little, you know, hangout spot, you know, different days of the week, you know, it's family-oriented. and There's not a lot of nightlife that's not so family-oriented. But we were out last night, and I guess they had uh, a Walking Dead-type um, thing that was going on. So literally there was, I'd probably say it was a, a good maybe, maybe four, 350, 400 people, and they just were kind of walking like in a straight line. It was very organized, number one, but they were kind of walking like in a train type line, so to speak, all dressed up as uh, like zombies in, in different fashion. Some were doctors, some were, you know, just everyday people. Some were there was two people dressed up as Beetlejuice, but it was it was kind of interesting because they were really into it. And they just kind of were walking all over, all throughout the area, um, and you would see them at different points throughout the night. And they would, you know, outside of restaurants and stuff like that. But it was it was pretty cool, but but very unique at the same time. Cool, I had a good time, cool, though, brother. Cool, man. Cool, man. Well, man, after that, man. Oh, well, before before I get done, man, we had, remember last week, y'all, we had some listener letters about music. And I, also, we got a listener letter late, but I also wanted to read it. So, from my old home, my old partner, my old boss, was Joe Joe Williams from Terre Haute. So, y'all hear me yell out Terre Haute. That's like kind of my, one of my first professional guys. So, Joe gave me a chance, rocked it out. I, I moved on, but Joe's a great guy. So, you know, just to, you know, set it up, we had, I seen an article a couple of weeks ago on Twitter about putting ashes in your music and, you know, what music would you like to play on your record? So they put your ashes in your in the music, you know, after you get cremated and put it in the record. And then what music would you like to uh, put in the record, right? So Joe's a musician. He's really good. He plays guitar. He does some local stuff in Terre Haute. Very talented. So he said he likes to do his own music. So definitely want to shout that out. So anytime you guys send us a listen letter, even if it's after we've recorded, we will make sure that we read it on the next show. Because if you sit, put the effort in to send it to us, we definitely want to put the effort in to read it. So definitely shout out Absolutely. to you, Joe, for sending the listening letter. And uh, I guess, man, after we didn't got all of everything else out the way, we got to jump into the apricot one. You have anything else? Any, any more introductory? Any more business? I was going to say, what, what, was, what, was Joe, what was Joe's song, song choice? He just said he would like to play his, his own stuff. He didn't really get in specific okay. with it. I mean, I know Joe's a beast, man. Joe played, uh, he has some videos on, on YouTube, man. I don't know how he wanted me to share those or not, but he, 
they'll play Trap Queen uh, acoustic guitar version of Trap Queen. It was really dope. So you know, nice. we definitely wanna uh, definitely wanna shout out. We love the art. So you know, I guess the guess they kind of even though Bowtie and I we weren't selected for the art. Should we tell the story? No. About how we want to collect the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, that's an interesting story, man. You now. you might as well get you might as well go ahead and give them a little tidbit about that, bro. Um, all right. So both times we we've been knowing each other since the fifth grade. So instrumental music, we weren't you know. So they we had to take a test, and if you got to pass the test, you got to go to instrumental music. So we didn't pass the test. So we were the only people sitting in the classroom by ourselves. So from the fifth grade on. That grew into Grown Man Podcast, and that was, what, 25 years ago? 25 so years I, ago, um, bro. You know, I, I was kind of bitter at first. I was like, well, dang, you know, I'm smart. <laughs> but now I'm kind of like, bet, it's not. If we would have got selected, if I would have got selected and we didn't, and vice versa, we wouldn't probably be doing this podcast. So from all, from then yeah. on to, to now, from, you know, both I see me getting into fist fights and him doing this thing and us going to several schools and connecting back later. Then you know that's this that led to yeah, on this podcast. So definitely shout out to Miss Staples for making sure we both flunked the test, and you Ms. know <laughs> now we're doing grown man, grown man this podcast. And shout out to Mrs. Ford to our old fifth grade teacher. Uh, and why yeah. why we shouting out people? <laughs> shout out to shout out to our principal, Mr. Lynch. Mr. Lynch, and uh, shout out to our assistant principal, Mrs. Sankster, who uh, when I had chicken pox, raised my shirt up in front of the whole school. And made me feel so really, really bad about myself and talk about myself. <laughs> I ended up getting chicken pox and we moved, so I never, I never came back. <laughs> Man, she was so, real petty yeah. about that. <laughs> real petty, right in front of the whole corridor in front of everybody. So, you know, so when you think about somebody being embarrassed and humiliated as a 10 or 11 year old, thinking about my day getting the shirt raised by the consistent principal and sending out his chicken pox. So. <laughs> Since we're going on to somebody with skin lesions and everything else, then maybe let's talk about the apricot going for that damn Trump news. So this week, you know, he's continued the American losing streak that began on January 21st, 2017, and that's the day that he became the officially the he became he started being become the president. So you know, this week, of course, you know, there's been a whole hubbub about Trump and uh, the wife of uh, Sergeant Le David Johnson. For those who don't know, Le David Johnson was one of four soldiers who were killed in action, who gave the ultimate sacrifice and laid their lives on the line for our freedom in uh, Nigeria, Africa, right? Mm-hmm. So Trump calls up his, he calls up his, uh, you know, calls up his wife. And, you know, she was on speakerphone, and she had uh, a representative from families and U.S. Representative Frederick Wilson in the car. And allegedly Trump said he knew what he signed up for, but when it happened, it hurts anyway. And that was what Trump said to his wife. So this became a huge Bastard. story because... I know, right? <laughs> shout out to shout out to my daddy for calling both I out by you for fantasy last week. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know what I mean. But Frederica Wilson, you know, she was she's been going in on Trump, but she's not holding back. So I mean, I've never seen someone in my life so narcissistic, sociopathic, and people, and there's a stigma as you might say, love him. It's sickening. Like this man can't even give. He can't even give. They could have just wrote it out like, hey, this is what you say. Hit these points, hit this points, hit a God bless or whatever you believe in. And keep it yeah, moving. Man, he can't give, give him a template. Give him a template to yeah, work from. He needs like a template for everything. And he's just going on and on about it. 
I mean, he spends more energy on the smallest things. You know, like he tweets I, and tweets and tweets and tweets and tweets about all this other nonstop, this random mess that means nothing in, in the American lexicon. But you you do nothing. And he's like right, so absolutely worse. Absolutely nothing. Then he, then he tweeted today like, it's official. Forty six percent of the people believe that uh, the news makes fake news about me. Well, dumbass. If it's forty six percent of the people, that means fifty four percent may think that they don't make fake news about you. Right. I, I'm just I'm perplexed. But you right. know, well, but you think like, damn. It's like when we start this show, I don't want every. I mean, that that damn Trump news has kind of popped up. But you thinking like, damn. You know, you a man with truth. He would probably be cool after that. Wrong. That Charlie Murphy would say. So again, this week, so Trump, he, they asked him, how would he give it himself? What number would he give it? How would he rate himself after Puerto Rico? And for those who don't know, the, the hurricane in Puerto Rico decimated the whole life, right? So guess, at both sides, this, this would not be gave this would, this, this would imply that he has now realized that he's the president of Puerto Rico. Uh, you know, I'm yeah, just saying, know, right? you know, he, 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 said, he said before that he met him, so I don't know if he's looking in the mirror or not. I don't know. My bad, man. Yeah, that was I, the Virgin I shouldn't have said that. I cut you off. No, no, no. He met the president of the Virgin Islands, so I guess. And then the mayor of San Juan was really nasty. Really, really Virgin nasty. Virgin Islands, yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm sure so he gave what, himself, a, I'm sure he gave himself like a, a great review. If it, if it was out of 10, I'm sure he gave himself like an 11 or something. Well, he gave himself a 10. Now, okay. this comes out to report <laughs> that 80% of the people, in, according to NPR, 80% of the people don't have electricity. And this also follows wow. up on what he said earlier, a few weeks ago, that the FEMA can't stay in Puerto Rico forever. So now, eighty percent of the people don't have don't have power. You're talking about some of the issues they have with the power grid. Well, are you going to address that? But how can you give yourself a ten? Like, right. I, and then the thing that's allegedly two hundred and sixty people have have died in this. So, and, right. and the fact that more people are going to die because they don't have any power. So how can you give yourself a ten? And what lunatic would even, while he should have decided to step the answer and said, no, 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 I'm not going to give that because it's still ongoing. And it's going to continue right. to go. But like I said, every week there's something, and then there, it, it continues on. But in other news, my it man just doesn't. see the Melania Trump body double. Allegedly. Oh no! I, I was gonna say I, I heard about it. I didn't get to see. Uh, I didn't get to see anything on social media, but I did hear about it. <laughs> Man, so she's got a body double like now. Her. I, w- I wonder if she it uses did, it, it all the time. Like, like if she sends, she sends it like, you know, sends the body double to the crib. Like, yeah, go 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 spend some time with him. I, I ain't got time for yeah, it. Go spend, <laughs> go spend some time with him. Rub his back, and, you know. And then the way he'd be looking in that golf shirt, ugh, she might have to. She might send the body double to do other things. Oh, yeah. You know that probably that's tribe life. And the way the and the way and the way my man was swinging that golf club, looking all fat and nasty, looking like a walrus. And that ain't probably number about twenty seconds, so the body double probably get the same to keep it moving. But man, it's man. crazy. I'm not surprised that they have body doubles because you know you never know what type of you know threats on the lives and all that type of stuff. Which is funny because he kept saying, "Look, my wife Melania, my wife Melania, my wife Melania." Had he not said Melania's name so many times, then I wouldn't even notice. But then yeah. somebody put it on Twitter, and I'm gonna after the show, I'll I'll remember to post it to see what you guys think. So uh, if that's a Melania the body double or not. So there it is. I might get raked over the coals. I, I just now brought, I brought it up just to give it a, give it a once over, give it a look to see this quote, this alleged body double. 
I'm probably going to get what do people call it, drug or they go over to Coles. But why why does the body body double look like Caitlyn Jenner? Or is it, is oh, it just me? Oh man, somebody tweeted that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stay away from that because we've been dying. <laughs> I almost stay away from that, but yeah, yeah, I got. And this is again, this is this is nothing negative at all about anybody of any sexual sexual orientation or anything like that. It is not a negative comment. I'm literally just saying that it looked like Caitlyn Jenner. The 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 body double resembled Caitlyn Jenner. That's it. This is not anything negative. I, I repeat, not anything negative in any way, shape, form, or fashion about anybody of any sexual orientation or or your background. Not at all, not at all. I'm literally just stating that it that, that this alleged body double resembles Caitlyn Jenner. That is it. So y'all can ring me over the phone right. if you want to, but I gave my disclaimer. All right, man. Like I said, man, we we got love for all communities, man. LGBTQ. Yeah, we so, do. But the facial structure in that Melania was 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 real hard. And I'm not even saying to transgender, so they they didn't get a body double that really looked like her. They just got a white woman with brown hair. I mean, right. it's not hard to find. Shout right. out to the Beckys, so we got love for the Beckys, too. But, man, we're going to move Becky. on, man, to Becky, 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 all night long. <laughs> so we're going to sit on the hey, – so we're going to get on to the sit on the tours award winners. I have I have one, and then Bowtie has one. So uh, I, I'm going to go first because I think on the second one we really want to jump into some comments. So this goes oh, out yeah. to a teacher at, Mil- at uh, Mitchell Elementary School in uh, Bridgewater, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, I'm sorry. Massachusetts, that's not like I have like I have some circus or something like that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like I can't like I can't speak like I don't have two degrees. You know what I'm saying? So we had, right. had a school I had a white teacher and she had white students dressed with settlers and pilgrims and he had a black student like on their knees and they had the white student holding the black student in chains. Now bow tie, you have kids. What do you think about this? What would you do if they had your son, you know, in class in chains? Yeah, but let's just say that it wouldn't be a peaceful protest, I tell you that. You're not going to have my kid kneel down in front of somebody in chains like he's some type of animal or whatnot. That, that, there there would have been more than a few choice words, I'm going to say that. that that's that's not going to happen. I don't, even like my son wearing, I don't even like my son wearing clothes with monkey on it. How about that? That's that, yeah. that's to the extent that I am. You should, and you might even take him to Monkey Joe. Not listening to I know, I know right? A, you will you not know, watch man. Curious George. <laughs> nothing. No bat. No. Uh, yeah. None of that stuff, man. You don't, I don't even want you to watch Planet of the Apes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's crazy that somebody would actually and then post a picture and it's cheesy and then too. Post a picture. Like you don't think right. that's problematic that you got this kid and cheesing hard? Things? Like what? Yeah. Like what? You know what made you think that all y'all? This is the hotness right here. I'm gonna sit back and, right. and have a little black kid and some change. So, you know, definitely, so to that teacher, I can't find the name, y'all, at Mitchell Elementary, Elementary School in uh, Bridgewater, Massachusetts. She definitely could sit on the, on the pulling wheel, tie it around her throat, and choke on it. So, both times, I'm going to sit on that sit black on the licorice week more. Definitely. Definitely the black licorice, black power all day. So, but right. number two. All right, both times, I'm going to kick it to you about the next person who gets to sit on the tour of awards. So this individual, it, it, for, for me, is, is he can sit on the Twizzler regardless just because of despicable things that have allegedly he's been he has done that have come out allegedly. I, I don't know. I'm not I'm trying, not trying to get stupid or anything, but 
um, the things that this individual has done to individuals. But what really pushed me over the edge, what kind of got me heated, for, uh, and for it's Mr. Harvey Weinstein. So what really got me he heated got one last comment. Yeah, he got one last week, but but he, he, this this individual is going to get another one this week uh, for his comments about Lupita Nyong'o. Now, all the allegations that have come out for for Mr. Weinstein from you know various outlets, you know, there's different hashtag movements going on, so forth and so on. A lot going on around this around these allegations. But this guy has the nerve to actually decide to speak out or make a comment about Lupita Nyong'o's allegations, as if to say it's okay, you know, for for these uh, white women to say these things about me or, you know, I'm dealing with this or whatever the case may be. It, it, your, your silence is just kind of making it seem like it's okay. But when Lupita Nyong'o says something, oh, you, you're going to fix your mouth to say something. He says something along the lines of I, there was a past or something made before Lupita Nyong'o's career took off. And he goes on to say a couple of other things. But just the simple fact that you made a comment about Queen Lupita, you fixed your mouth to say something after all these other people have said things about you, and you've been, you've been hush mouth. Now all of a sudden when, when the African-American woman, when the black woman, when the queen says something, a black queen says something, all of a sudden you got something to say. That pissed me the hell off because, quite frankly, Lupita Nyong'o, in my opinion, it looks far better than any of them individuals. She has she has limitless talent, and she also is, appears to be a beautiful soul. I see different posts about her at Comic Con dressing up. No, you don't know that it's her, but she's out mingling with people and talking to people and doing different things. She does a lot of uh, of uh, philanthropic act. You know, has a lot of philanthropic activity that goes on. But you come and fix your mouth to say something after all this, Harvey Weinstein. You didn't piss me off, and you can sit on a Twizzler. You can sit on two Twizzlers. The double packed black licorice boys. And turn that some bitch upside down and the quote the rock stick up your candy ass. But let's go back right. to before we move on, let's go back to how Trump attacks black women. He he, he attacked Frederica Wilson maliciously. But when Eminem was saying oh, yeah. all this stuff, not one soul. So that's the thing. You nah. will not talk about black women. We will sit back and anytime you make a comment about black women, we will run your ass up the flag, folks, and slam you. Because I can do this all. You're damn right. Like, I, You're both damn times, right. Both times I talk about how petty I am. And I haven't even, like, showed how petty I can be, to be on, on this platform. But anytime you say something about the sisters, we will slam your ass to death. So we got to keep yeah, you sit on the Twizzler thing. And spread the, spread the hashtag, y'all. And you got somebody else who's like you to sit on the Twizzler. Put on the hashtag, send it to us, send us an email, send us a tweet, send us an Instagram. We will continue to flame your ass. Now, Harvey Weinstein yeah, is looking like a fat ass. He, he looks like he kind of, he got a body like the penguin from, from Batman Returns. Old Oswald Cobblepot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And you're going to talk about this? Man, go to hell. Right. You know who else can go to hell, too? Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. He was like, oh, well, you know, I knew some of the stuff. I wish I would have said something. Now, full disclosure, the Weinstein Company, you know, they uh, in Miramax, they, you know, they've done a lot of work with, uh, with Tarantino over the years. But why do you even say something? You should it's easy to say what you should have, could have, would have did. You didn't say anything, so shut right. the hell up. Right. So, it, it kills me, you know. Right. It, it kills me when people say stuff like that, and they feel like they can just tee off on a black woman. Black woman been holding this no. world down since the beginning of time. 
So hard holding this hold, holding this world yeah. down, and you got individuals that you know the the black women that that we just spoke about have, are are doing they doing things in the community, doing things for for social injustices. The talent that these individuals have in their respective genres, I will not sit back or I will not stand aside. To, I don't know if, if if Mr. Weinstein listens to this or 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 Mr. Trump listens to this podcast. I don't know. I hope they do, and I hope they realize that I have the freedom of speech. And I'm going to express my opinion, and damn it, I'm not going to stand aside and let you come at come at these black women like that when they've done when they have been not been in the wrong or done anything even seemingly wrong. Not going to happen, buddy. So that, that, that's from the grown man's podcast. I don't, I, I don't, I don't often speak for my brother, but I know, I know my brother well enough, Mike J. That that he gonna, we gonna stand side by side in this, and we're not gonna have it. Not on our, not on our podcast, and we will continue to to fight and stand. I'm gonna say stand beside black women because they're strong enough to stand with us. But Dag Dag Nabbit, I will stand in front of a black woman when it comes to taking the daggone punishment. You know, if somebody's trying to dish it out, I stand in front of her because I know that I'm going to stand up there and, and, and try to protect and, and try to, you know, not let some of that get to her. That's just not going to happen. Uh, no doubt. Harvey uh, no Weinstein doubt, pissed man. me the hell off with that comment, man. I know that. And those who know me know that I will put a, my foot in your ass. You know, I'm always one of those people keep that energy however you want to. I ain't hard to find. But you will not, but that sucker shit will not be tolerated, man. So uh, definitely Harvey Weinstein, you can go choke on the tools and go die. But man, but let's, 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 let's transition, man. So let's go, let's get into sports, my brother. So let's talk. About oh yeah, a lot of stuff going on in sports, man. So you know, this week, you know, they met the, the NFL players, met with I think the owners and I think the actual people from the NFL about social issues. Did you hear about mm-hmm. Roger Goodell? What he said? Yeah, yeah, damn Goodell. On a damn Twitter, too, in my opinion. And for those who don't know what he said, he said that uh, allegedly, he said, uh, and I'm I'm paraphrasing it, his goal was to have zero players to uh, kneel during the national anthem. Now, we can can attack this in multiple ways. Number one, it is our our right as Americans to be able to protest peacefully, however way we choose to. But the issue of, of people of color being targeted by violence by the police is not going away. So, I don't understand. I mean, I understand he has to say that for, you know, ownership and all that other type of stuff, but you're still not looking at the main issue. The only reason a kneeling occurred is because of the way that people of color are treated by the police, but specifically using right. capital force. I know a few episodes ago, right. we talked about a black man in Utah being shot in the back and while running away, yeah. and he wasn't maybe 10 feet away over being on a bike and not signaling or whatever, not having lights, whatever the case may be. So I think that's the bigger point that they are missing. But let's transition oh, yeah. to that to Colin Kaepernick. started all this because he put his career on the line. Obviously, he hasn't been signed to, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, for this. He said he was tired of injustice. So Colin Kaepernick has uh, filed a grievance against, for collusion against the NFL. And for those who are not sure what collusion is, Collusion is just when they are a group of people basically saying, we're not going to sign you, not because you can't play, because we just don't want you in the league. This happened before during free agency in the NFL. They lost. Uh, it was in the 80s. Right. But now he's suing the NFL. Because if you've seen the number of quarterbacks, and the bad quarterback play that exists in the NFL, there's no way that Ka- Kaepernick shouldn't be playing if it was just strictly what he's doing on the field. So I think we definitely can look at that. And hopefully that brother. Hell, he can go. He can go start for the Browns now. right now. 
right now. They just missed a quarterback today. Shout out to my homeboy Demetrius exactly. Brown. You know what I'm saying? He was he was on our uh, on the Black Man episode. Shout out to him. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? He definitely because there's plenty of teams. Jets. I can count at least probably eight or nine teams that you know oh, yeah. that he could he could start for now. He could start for the Colts, and we're Colts fans. I like the Colts, yeah. but he's not better than Cap. You know, Cap has six seven years of experience. But, you know, right. so hopefully they said the NFLPA is definitely throwing their money and their muscle behind Cat. So hopefully he can win this case and not only, you know, not only be able to come back and play football, but let you know that, you know, the, the calls was he was able to fight the calls and still, you know, with his career. So both sides, right. know, this is something you were into. So let's talk about the soccer team in Germany. I know you sent them to me, so I definitely want you to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and it's just real quick, you know, I, those who don't know, I'm a huge soccer fan. My boys play soccer, you know, I I, I digress. I'm a huge soccer fan. But uh, definitely a shout-out to um, Hertha BSC. Uh, they are a German soccer team um, and who actually took a knee um, during before one of their games um, this <clears> – <throat> excuse me this uh this week um and it was a to show solidarity for the social injustices not not only in the united states but in their country as well uh they've got some different things going on as far as their um government and, and, and ruling parties but they also have some social things going on over there where african americans aren't necessarily viewed in a good light there either um but this team decided to take a stand um for for a for a global stand um, just just for the same calls across the board. So definitely want to shout out her to BSC for that. Um, but also individuals that in the NFL, the MLB, um, NBA, there has not been anything that I've seen thus far as far as any type of protest. I know that but there have, have been discussions have or rumors. Yeah. But, I know that, but, but I know that there have been rules some, against that. Yeah, they have some rules against it, but I know the individuals were talking about wearing uh, some type of T-shirts. There, have, I have seen on a couple of social media outlets where the different players and things were talking about wearing a solidarity, some type of solidarity type T-shirt under their warm-ups, um, different little things like that. Um, but for any individual that's going to use their platform, you know, I've never been like the biggest LeBron James fan. I respect the man because he's a hell of a damn basketball player. You know, he's in my opinion right now, best all-around player we got on the planet. Um, hell, hell of a talent. But um, LeBron James gained a lot of my respect, and, and I started to follow him a little bit more uh, simply because he's using his platform. He knows that he's one of the biggest faces in sports, not just basketball, but he's one of the biggest faces in sports and entertainment. And he utilize, he's utilizing his platform uh, to speak out and take a stance um, against individuals, whoever they are, whether it be, you know, simpletons in Charlottesville, North Carolina, all the way up to 45. You know, that man is speaking out. And um, definitely a lot of respect to him and other and other. Uh, athletes, entertainers, uh, actors, actresses, anybody who is, is using their platform. Hell, I respect my brother Mike J because he and I sit on our small platform um, and take a stand against that. So anybody who is doing uh, or working for the calls uh, to, to, take, to stand up against these things, when I say social injustices, uh, I, I'm not speaking specifically to the, to the African-American community or the black males, even though I am one, but those, the, those injustices against the LGBT community, there are a lot of those out there that are absolutely despicable, and I will, stand, I will stand side by side with individuals in the LGBT community for their respect, individuals with, with, mental, health, with mental health issues, um, those that are being uh, discriminated against for their disabilities, for their religion, all of those social issues uh, we need to take a stand on for sure. 
Definitely, man. That's my well, since we already my soapbox. Again, on the NBA, man, uh, as y'all know, both sides, unfortunately, Chicago Bulls fan. So, uh, something yeah. more about the point, dog. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, man, my, 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 boys, my boys got a little <laughs> – we got a bully in the mix, boy. Oh, Bobby Portis, man, he uh, – he, I got into a, uh, I, I can't even call it a scuffle. He, he just, it sounds like he beat the hell out of Nikola Miritaj, but uh, his teammate, Nikola Miritaj, I guess there was a fight that broke out or an incident between the two of them, and he broke Nikola Miritaj's jaw and concussed him. Nikola, uh, Nico was out, I believe they said, at minimum six weeks um, before he can, you know, begin to, to have any type of contact or, or game, you know, uh, in-game type style play or practice or anything like that. I'm just like, man, who – how did they get to this point? What was it? Was it a one hitter quitter? Did he just snuff him? Did his head hit the ground? Would hit the court when he fell? Was it just a pummeling? Like I kind of want to know, but at the same time, I'm like, how come nobody broke this up? <laughs> was everybody scared? Yeah, man. I mean, I know, I, I know, I know these cats are, are different from when you and I, you know, were, were playing ball, or just different from you and I, individual. This is this is a this is the nice guy season the last few uh, years, not just in sports, but in life in general. Everybody's. Everybody's a, a you know nice guy, so to speak, but that's a whole other show. Um, but like somebody should have broke this up. Somebody should have stepped in, done something. I mean, to to allow this man to get concussed and have a broken jaw. They said, as a Bulls fan, it's kind of disheartening. Uh, you know, for something like that to, to to happen with my team and my organization. But as I always say, man, it, it starts from the top down. I definitely think Bobby uh, was deserving of his NBA. Uh, penalty, the suspension. I, my opinion, I think that he needs to face some sort of repercussions from the organization, as a, you know, individually, because uh, that, that's just not something that, that you can tolerate. I mean, Mike, yeah, you and I talked about he this. Got, I mean, he, he, he got eight game suspension. Yeah, yeah, he got he an eight-game suspension, but games. okay, man. I think this, that might be the limit what the, NBA, with the with the player association would allow. You know, you just can't stay yeah. for a whole season. And then we also don't you know and I, you and I did talked he about fire first and get did he get did he get counter? You know, did he take the Mayweather yeah. straight right hand? Hey all I know is Bobby Bobby ain't taking Bobby ain't taking no mess. I guess so. Do you I trade mean, Bobby though? What do you what do you think, man? You you, you no, get Bobby off the team? I mean, who gonna who gonna talk to him? Who gonna talk right. to him? He's gonna bring him on speakerphone. Look, man, Bobby Ford is the new coach. He's the owner, and he's a strong coach. I mean, he got all the yeah. players, You know, yeah, man. ain't going to say nothing to him. You know, NBA coaches, I mean, let's say old black players like Paul Silas who played back in the day. Well, you know, them old black men, yeah. and they ain't, they ain't standing down for nobody. But, man, but yeah, Paul Silas wouldn't let that happen. Nothing. I mean, you got to bring you got to bring Bill Cartwright or something in to talk to him. That's the only one. Ain't nobody the old day, man. Bobby Bobby is the new strength. They said, didn't he say he allegedly he tossed the stretch post too? What yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, 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 you <laughs> are the new, you are the man. Right. <laughs> what they say on juice, you got the juice now. Man, you ain't saying You got the juice now, brother. Them boys, they, them boys is going to have uh, edible arrangements and stuff like that and gold chains waiting on the return. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bobby Hardy dude's the lead. You know what I mean? You know, you, hey, you probably go, like that. Bobby pull that boosie on him. Hey man, man. He's, a, he's a wild boy, man. So there it is, man. They Bobby Porter, the hardest dude in the league. I mean, yeah. that's it. One one hitter quarter. I was watching some boxing yeah. the other day, 
and the dude, uh, he got he got countered, and his arm starts shaking. This could be how Bobby hit Mary Tots. We don't know. I want to see the footage, too. Uh, Bobby, your body yeah, walking in like Mike Tyson. He's going to fight Michael Spinks. But uh, definitely, oh, man. man. So let's switch up, man. Did you see Gordon? I oh. saw the Gordon Hayward injury when it happened. So what did I. Yeah, so did I. Ugh. That was that was heinous. That was heinous. As being a medical professional, um, I, I see a lot of this type of stuff. Um, but at the same time, man, seeing it seeing it in action like that, man, that just it made me flash back to like to like Pete Paul George and Willis McGahee, like just them them type of injuries. Like, man, my goodness, that looks like it. What was my man? Well, didn't he play for Louisville during like the NCAA championship? Yeah, or Kevin Wade. He had an injury like that. Yeah, he had the compound fracture that happened here. Yeah, so, man. yeah, man. So, like it, it just put it put me in that frame of mind. Like, man, my goodness. Ooh. Yeah, he was calm. Yeah, Jeremy, about Jeremy, it, Jeremy, 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 done for Dunzo too, man. You see that injury he had yeah, too? Yeah, so that Patelli, they, they play actually now. They play yeah. Patricia. But yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, definitely, man, keep keep the head, you know, keep the head up, Gordon Hayward. I know Boston was looking forward to having him being a second scorer with Kyrie Irving, man. But uh, you know, it still still should be interesting, man. But uh, I kind of want to transition, man. Well, we talked about the oh, yeah. fair. So for for those who don't know, the Undefeated is a great website that's owned by ESPN, and it's more like some of your some of your best and brightest black writers with some white writers mixed in. So years ago, the NBA did a top NBA fifty NBA players of all time. So obviously, they I think it was maybe it might have been nineteen ninety seven they did this. So mm-hmm. I assume they did it ninety seven to twenty years later. So they updated the list and they removed some people and added some people. So kind of go over there in a quick, kind of kind of kind of discuss the people they took off and then, you know, people they added. We kind of have a little discourse. So they took off Tiny Archibald. And for those who don't know, Tiny Archibald is the only player in NBA history to ever lead the league in scoring and assists. Yeah. Took off Clyde Drexler. Clyde the Glide won the championship with the Rockets, one of the best two guards of the 80s and the 90s. It took I was going to say, man, that's... Hey. Let's, get, let's, let's, let's go to the list and we'll guess and we'll get some more insight. So this is Robert yeah. Parrish, the Chiefs, one of my also favorite players. One hit, he hit Bill Lambert with the one hit a quarterback in the day, too. So Pete Maravich, James Worthy. There were some other names on there, but, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to bring them all. And this is who they added. So they've added guys I think that's probably no-brainers. LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, yeah. Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Reggie Miller, Garnett, Kevin Garnett, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Ray Allen. So out of those lists, yeah. out of, so who do you – so do you, let's just look at Clyde Drexler. So out of that list, who do you think Clyde Drexler should stay in? Do you think Clyde Drexler should stay in the 50 or be removed? Considering the guys they had, man, I'll say considering the guys they added. When I when I look at it, it's it's tough to say, but I I would say I would keep Clyde Drexler. And this is no diss to to because because the guy I'm about to say is is uh, actually one of my favorite players. I mean, I, I like this game, uh, NBA champion, but. If I'm just saying, you know, 50 best best guys, all-around guys, what they've done for their teams individually, I'm going to say Clyde should have stayed over Ray Allen. That's just my opinion. I, Ooh, I, I thought you were going to say something. I thought you were going to say something else. That is interesting because of all yeah, the guys who, who were added. I thought you were going to say Reggie yeah. Miller, but Reggie's the only guy who I, took 
who was the who was the who was the number one guy on his team took him to the finals. Right. Bray Allen and, wasn't and, 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 to the finals. He wasn't even like the he was maybe the fourth best player exactly. on the team. Exactly. And as much as a Bulls fan and as much as I despise Reggie Miller, I cannot hate on the man. The man was clutch, best shooter, three point, but as you say, he was still the number one guy. He may not have been like, you know, the best all around, but he was the number one. He was the that go to guy. And honestly, there are different elements of the game that Reggie Miller changed. Like he, he put pressure on guy on, on other teams with, with his with his shooting ability. Uh like I said, as a Bulls fan I can't stand him. I really don't, you know, just like him individually outside of being a Bulls fan, but I definitely respect the man. I personally would leave Reggie Miller on there. Like, it, I, I would. Um, another, maybe from the new guys that, that I potentially would take off, and I'm going to catch some heat for this, I might take Steve Nash off. He's a he's a great floor general. Man. I don't take anything away no. from him, but uh, I don't know. Like, like, I would, in my opinion, like – like I, Clyde and Big Game James, man, two of them two cats, like they they gotta stay, man. Even Pistol Pete, man, like that's, I don't know, bro. He changed, I don't know. He changed I, the game from the way the game was was played, as far as it making it acceptable yeah. to have to play the playground type of style because African Americans yeah. were playing previously. But uh, exactly, definitely, man. I I I, I could see James being because James was I mean James was Finals MVP. But it was still it was he was not always the third wheel. It was always magic in the in the captain. Magic. And the yeah, yeah. the captain was Kareem, pretty young dude Jabbar. Kareem. Yeah. So, you know, you know you know worthy won uh, I think he won final M V C in eighty eight. Eighty eight, I think, yeah. But if I'm looking at NBA small forwards during that time, he wasn't better than Dominique Wilkins. And I can't say he's better than Kevin Durant or anything like that. Or of course LeBron. Nah, I can't I say question. But nah, but back to nah. your Steve Nash comment, Shaq in the same article, and you know this is another article that I'm going to tweet out after the show. You know that way you guys can kind of see what we're talking about. You know, you know Shaq said that he didn't really agree with Steve Nash being on that list either. You know Steve Nash was a great player, but he didn't get to didn't get didn't get, didn't get to the promised land. And I'm really playing defense. I don't. I think it's still criminal yeah. that Steve Nash has two MV, two MVPs and Kobe and Shaq very and criminal. Very criminal. So I think, yeah, so I definitely think that if you guys have any opinions about that, feel free to shoot us an email at Grown Man, I mean, Grown Man Ish Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at Grown Man Ish Pod and or send us a, uh, it's on Instagram, Grown Man Ish Podcast. You know, or if you know us personally, shoot us a text and we will read it on the show. But we probably have you send it before we set up. That way we really can get a proper introduction because, you know, we are trying to be proper. And had a podcast like that, my brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, Brooks, so let's brothers, transition, brothers, man. Brooks. Let's let's transition, man. So uh, I see your I see your Cubs went on down, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we so got happy. we we got we got to hand it to us. Not even gonna lie. Man, the hell with the Cubs. I ain't want to win last. Yeah, that was that was tough to watch, man. Hey man, the Dodgers getting that ass. So the World yeah, Series, yeah, Houston Astros did. against the against the Dodgers, man. Who's your pick? Oh, number number one, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna give some respect because I talked a little trash, but uh, shout out to a Dodgers fan that that we both know. Shout out to our, to our homeboy Fife. 
He know who he is. Terre Haute, Indiana. Oh you know, yeah. I give you props. Give you props, bro. Your your, your Dodgers. They 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 handle business with my Cubs. Um, but as far as the series, I am going to go with the Astros, bro. I'm gonna go with the Astros. You go with the Astros. The series. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, you're gonna go with the Astros, and I definitely gonna go with the Dodgers. And another another one of our partners, our close partners, who's been on the Grown Man's podcast, our homeboy Pure. And we have been known as, yeah. uh, as as Dre Day. Is uh, yeah. you know he's a he's a Dodgers fan from way back, man. So and I also want the Dodgers to win because their, their manager is black. So you know I, I'm just yeah. that's the number one reason. <laughs> so I'm also about black excellence. So that's not me being racist. I'm just saying that because him him being a manager and he'll win, that'll open up more opportunities for other people of color. Especially since Dusty Baker True. got fired. They won 95 games and back to back. Man, they got Dusty Baker out the paint quick, quick, didn't they? All time, he has all time winning best record in the, from between the Expos and the Nationals, in in the uh, in their in their franchise history, and he also was a successful of my team, Cincinnati Reds. So I definitely want to, you know, definitely shout out Dave Roberts, and hopefully they win. So you know, I'm one. So he's both out in Astros. I'm saying Dodgers. So shout out to Fight, shout out to Cheer, KK Drake Day, and definitely, man, we're gonna um, see who wins, man. So uh, yeah, I'm, man, I'm I'm ready to watch. Listen, all right, man. So this is something that you talked about. So so talk about the, the thing going on in Boston College, and I'll fill in with my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this this week, um, I can't remember what day it was. It might have been Tuesday or maybe Wednesday. Um, students at Boston College um, staged a walkout um, in support of uh, social equality and, and, and to protest social injustices. Um, uh, apparently there were a, a couple of events that took place on Boston college's campus, uh, with regards to some racial slurs. Uh, I believe they were either graffitied or, um, posted somewhere. Um, and, and, and I honestly don't think that it was necessarily aimed at African-Americans, but nonetheless, um, the student body um, decided that they are, they themselves are going to take a stand because they didn't feel like the institution was taking a strong enough stance. I mean, the institution did, you know, they, they spoke out against, you know, not supporting that type of behavior and so forth and so on. But uh, a lot of the college, a lot of the students didn't feel like it was um, being taken seriously enough. So, like, literally, I believe it was, um, I think they said about 75% of the student body uh, walked out of their classes, and uh, they were in, like, the, the common area or assembly area uh, outside. Um, it was just masses and masses of students, uh, all walks of life, different races, religions, colors, so forth and so on. Um, and I felt like that was something that was, for, for me, it was it was very positive because um, these individuals, A, you know, they, they got to pay for school. You know, they're, some of them are on scholarships, but, you know, they're still paying for it. They're not professional, so they're still learning. But for them to all to have the strength, have the wherewithal, and also to be, all be on the same accord to, to, to take that type of step. It's, it's such a, a, a very nice college, a very reputable education, educational institution. Um, but for them to do that, you know, I thought was very good. And, and it, just, it just took me back to exactly what's going on in the NFL, exactly why, you know, there are different movements, you know, Black Lives Matter and so forth and so on. Like, individuals are just tired, man, and it doesn't matter what your age is, you know, color, anything like that. Like, people are just tired of of what's going on right now. So definitely a shout-out to everybody who took part in that, everybody who supports that, because that – 
that's that's kind of major. You know what I mean? They 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 may say I don't know if there's any rules or or uh, legislation against that at Boston College or whatnot. I don't know, but I mean even still, you know, they're they're students and they stepped out and said, you know what, we're tired of it. Somebody's got to do something about it. So definitely a big shout out to them, What's man. Up? Just because when I was a student at uh, Indiana University, University of Indianapolis, otherwise known as Uwe Pooey, we had some uh, racial issues and we protested. And there, if you ever yeah. go to the student center at uh, IUPUI, there is a picture of me, Mike J, and a black leather coat. So we stepped in this meeting and then all black with my fist in the air. You know, we know we want, we want equality. So, and we also we yeah. had a walkout to protest the Jena 6 at a. Uh, at I at IUPUI, so it was yeah. definitely something, and I think as that's the great thing we're building people who actually are, you know, they're they're seeing something bigger than themselves, and it takes me back right. to that because I easily could have been like, hey, I don't live on campus, my grades are good, you know, you know, I go to school and I go to work, but at one point right. I wanted, I was tired, and I was a little older when right. I finished, and I felt like at twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, I had something more to say to help our eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old freshmen. But piggybacking yeah. off of that, what, what happened? You know, did you see what happened at the University of Florida when uh, Richard Spencer? I did not see that. Okay, so Richard Spencer, for those who don't know, was a white nationalist. Uh, he got before like last year. He he took an L. He got stolen uh, in, in D.C. He's very uh, anti people of color. So he goes around to these public colleges and he wants to speak. And since they're publicly colleges, they have to. You know, they have to give him space to speak. So he went to the University of Florida. So they spent, like, I think $500,000 in all to make sure they had enough security so there wouldn't be any yeah, right you know what? I, I like did that. see this article. So it's crazy. So three of his supporters were arrested for uh, attempted murder and a battery for, shoot, for shooting the people. So that just, you know, it, it's crazy that, you know, that just because you, you hate us, because we're people of color and we're black and definitely want to get into something that both time I talked about once I finish my thought, that you hate us so much that you want to you want to go to jail for it? Now if you go to jail right. in Florida, now you're gonna be around a whole bunch of people who look like us because unequal unequal treatment of people of color in this judiciary system. So now right. you, you you want it this now you're gonna be around you gonna be around some cats that really not gonna be filling you because as you know, jails are segregated by race. So yeah. now you're gonna be really getting you're gonna be fighting some some brothers and everything else. They don't give a damn about what you got to say about some Richard Spencer. And Richard Spencer ain't gonna help you out. He's gonna move on to the next college. So this goes right. on the both sides to the article that we talked about. Did you see where the uh not the the black man hugs the Nazi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I I definitely number one, you could tell in that in that video and in that article, uh, the, the 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 Nazi individual was extremely uncomfortable um, in that in that sure. setting. But but I definitely give a lot of respect um, to to the to the brother to the black man who who did reach out the individual that were around. But I definitely give respect to the individual the the, the Nazi individual as well because. Neither one of them acted in a fashion like that. That that could have took a, a a wild turn, like that that him reaching out, him actually physically touching him, but but let alone the the hug and embrace. Like it, it could have took a bad turn, but both of those men stood up and acted as men, even though they probably currently at that time had a lot of you know very very opposing views, and they may still do so. But in that moment, um, there was that there was that I guess people always say that glimmer of hope. 
both of those individuals respected each other as men. They stood up, you know, allowed for that for that embrace to, to take to take place. Um, and then they they continue to talk afterwards. You know what I'm saying on on some scale. Um, and I know that the individuals on both sides would probably face some backlash from their friends or supporters or peers or whomever. But I definitely commend both of those men for doing just that, being men in that scenario and, and letting it unfold the way it did, man. So that that's a, what a lot of this, you know, protesting and things about. It's not about hate. It's not about you know one individual, a group of individuals being better than another, so forth and so on. It's about that solidarity, coming together, trying to get rid of the stupidness, trying to get rid of the pettiness and the ignorance, and just bringing people together, man. So uh, definitely shout out to to the brother who who took it upon himself to to, to take a step above, as we typically do. Uh, we always take that try to um, show that we are above certain things, but I want to give respect and shout out to that individual, uh, the, the Nazi individual as well for uh, the way he conducted himself also. Yeah, man. Dialogue is so important. What about important you, man? A lot of times when you, when you when dialogue, it's important because, yeah, I think once you really talk, there's so many similarities between people, and I don't want to go on the raw the same on the inside because obviously biologically that's true. But just dialogue because you start thinking, like, hey, I like this, man, I don't like this, I hate this, I hate this too. So, I mean, it's the smallest right. things that can be, bring people together. And for me, my experience is both sides knows I am the only person of color in the whole area where I work at. So there's some things that I'm currently dealing with that, hey, it would be hard for me to hug on somebody. And I'm just not going to lie. Right. I'm not going to be – and that's one thing. We're not going to lie to, lie to the listeners. So I, I'm not there at that point. But it takes a strength of power because it's so e- it's so easy to get anger, angry. And, like, you know, you seem like I've seen a – uh, white supremacists get punched a few weeks ago. And I ain't gonna lie, I laugh. Right. Anytime white a white supremacist he gets snuffed, I'm gonna laugh. But uh, <laughs> you know, it takes a lot of power, as both sides said, to really, you know, to hug instead of you know smacking that guy up. Because the guy, because the Nazi, he was scared. He was trembling, and we'll right. we'll make sure that we like we retweet these uh, articles and stuff like that. Excuse me, can actually see them. But uh, definitely, it takes a lot of strength to do that. So. You know, I always encourage debate and discussion and find commonalities with one another, and hopefully we can get some change. So that's kind of where I am with it. So let's no move doubt. on. No doubt, man. To uh, Anthony Dickerson. So for those who don't know who Anthony Dickerson is, Anthony Dickerson has a his son two years old who has a who two years a old yeah. transplant. And uh, both, I want you to kind of give you give this. So tell us about Anthony Dickerson. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, Mr. Dickerson is an individual with a um, a little bit of a past uh, criminally, um, and um, he's a perfect match for his son who needs a kidney transplant and uh, was blocked from doing so due to his past. Now. There's a there's a slippery slope in there because uh, the, Mr. Dickerson apparently uh, got in trouble. Let's just say that again uh, throughout the process of you know establishing that he was a, a donor or a perfect match for as a donor for his son, so forth and so on. So you know while I'm not I'm not in support of of this being blocked because it's going to affect another life, a, a, a child's life. I don't care what color you are. This is going to affect a child's life. Allow for them to have you know some semblance of a uh, longevity in life or whatnot, but 
I do look at Mr. Dickerson's actions, um, not the the prior criminal actions, but but the actions that he took throughout this process to get in trouble again. It's kind of like, bruh, you already know you on thin ice. Why would you jeopardize something like that? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, no oh, one, will, no one knows it. Yeah, like no one knows, you know, what what could happen if it's going to be blocked or anything like that. Like, you, we we don't know, you know, anything could happen. But why put yourself in that? Even just put yourself in that scenario, in the in that in that um, that that frame of 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 action where it could potentially happen. So I, I'm a little torn on it. Like, I, I definitely think that there should be some type of action. Um, Taken as far as allowing this allowing this kidney transplant to happen, simply because life is better than or more important, should I say? Life is more important than any type of criminal discipline or anything like that. I mean, if you want to criminally discipline the man, do that after he's able to to provide you know a kidney to a son or something like that. But I, I'm not sure if I I don't like the the fact that this is being blocked or held up because time is precious. And again. Those who those who know me, those who know us, I am a healthcare professional, um, so I do this type of stuff every day, all day long, and it is a um, t- time is precious. Every minute is precious. Um, so the the longer this is stalled out, the longer that this is drawn out, so forth and so on. Um, that young man is 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 ticking away, and you know his quality of life is ticking away. So I definitely think, in my opinion, we need to, they need to Georgia, the hospital, whomever, uh, they need to allow for this. For this transplant to happen, and then you know delve into other things after the fact. Yeah, I mean, I kind of on a similar similar point of view. Uh, I'm not sure. When I was reading the article, I guess they said there was some. I'm not sure if since he is going back to jail for the probation violation, that maybe they need him out to make sure that he he's healthy and even his kidney will be healthy and functioning to actually give to his son. That I am not a medical right. professional. I'm in higher education, so. I can't really speak on that, so I, I'm I'm not really sure. But I also am disappointed in his decision making because it's not only Absolutely. you put yourself at risk, you put your son at risk, you put your family at risk, you put yourself at risk for putting yourself in that situation. Especially like right. both sides, you on thin ice. So I mean, I, and then the, then the child I feel so so bad for. Them. They have a GoFundMe up right now. I don't know the yeah. I, I forgot the the name of the. Uh, Mr. Dickerson is almost his wife or fiance or girlfriend, whatever the situation may be. Somebody has so it, yeah, I did see that. So definitely, hopefully, you guys can support that. But him not taking care of his responsibilities is, is childish. And it, no more, it's yeah. selfish that you've done that. So I feel so bad for the child because the child's innocent in that situation. But I'm just right. disappointed in Mr. Dickerson that he will put himself in that situation especially since he said that was the one thing he wanted to do when he got out. You had a chance to make things right and were blessed to have that same, you know, the same DNA to be able to do it, and you weren't you right. not going to be able to do it because of your selfishness and immaturity. So definitely I'm just disappointed. So definitely we'll, once we hear more about the show, we'll update everybody. But, uh, yeah, man, so let's go on to our last story, which I think is very interesting. We just we talked about this a few days ago, actually, you know, just to give y'all some insight. We try to we talk before we actually create the podcast about what we want to do. So, so those I'm gonna let both sides talk about it. I'll give a little insight and I'll let both sides take it home. So, Gabrielle Union was a uh, been interviewed. She is recently the author. For those who the books, I'm definitely gonna check it out. And she oh, wrote a yeah. uh, she wrote she talked about sexually satisfying your married partner. 
episode was something that came out. I don't want to get, you know, because it was something all I seen was about booty hole looking or something like that. But I think it it, it goes much mm-hmm. deeper than that. Since Bowtie is married, so Bowtie kind of gives you a thought about the whole, not booty looking, I mean, if you want to go there and ask, get your R. Kelly on. You know, I'm just joking. <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you no, like to get so, down. But, uh, but give, you, give you a thought about it. And in the uh, in her book, it, it kind of just it goes along with what Mike J was saying. There was an allusion alluded to, um, or, and as uh, Gabri- uh, Miss Union Wade came out and said later on, I mean, she was joking. People missed the, missed the bigger picture, but um, there was allusion to that she uh, or that Mr. Wade um, likes to have certain sexual acts performed on him, as Mike J said, booty hole licking. Um, but that wasn't the the grand scheme of things that wasn't the overall message um the message was you know that partners you know be married or not but specifically married you know should be equal when it comes to those to those sexual acts those intimate acts the woman should not always be the giver um and whatever that means to you and the man or the man should not or the male should not always be the giver whatever that means to you um, but it should be equal you should be um, willing and ready to pleasure your mates, specifically your husband or wife, um, in whatever fashion that the two of you deem fit, um, whatever you are into or they are into or whatnot, um, you should be open to that doing those things. That was like the overall, um, I guess, the, the overall gist that she was trying to get across. But uh, people just started going in on on her and then started going in on Dwayne Wade. Now, were some of the memes funny? Yeah, it was kind of like, ah, ha, ha, ha. But when it got, when it turned malicious, that's kind of where I, where I took a step back, like, whoa, like, who are you or any of these people who were making these malicious comments to speak on what they do? Number one, they're married. So number two, they're adults. So whatever they choose to do in, intimately in, in, the, in the privacy of their home, bedroom, wherever, like that's their business, especially due to the fact that they're married. Um, so if, what, whatever the case may be, whether you are going to, you know, do things to, to, to please your mate, you know, so forth and so on, that, that just is what it is. Um, but people are like, trying, to, trying to be funny or maybe they're trying to be funny maliciously or they just want to tear them down or whatnot. But honestly, it was just it blown out of proportion and a little inappropriate for, for individuals from the, some of the stuff that they were saying because guarantee you, a lot of these individuals that are trying to tear them down or being malicious or trying to make the, the you know, the, the, the crazy little comments or whatnot, they're doing all that and more for some raggedy Way mofo. more. So, <laughs> way more. more. And then way, way, I mean, way more and then unprotected to, you know, unprotected. beyond raggedy. Exactly. Like, you don't even know what this mug is. It could right, be old right. Johnny down the street that's giving, that's giving, the, giving the meat to everybody, every woman he can. Or, right. you know, vice versa, or it could be a woman, whomever, however it is. But like both sides said, it's why do you really care about what they're doing? And another thing is people, exactly. one thing that I dislike about social media with 140 characters, stuff with Twitter, is it doesn't allow you for context. Exactly. Did you, did you listen to her whole full conversation? So, you know, yeah. that's something I think that did I you, would like to pass Did on. you actually read the book? Or did you just yeah. see some remark that somebody else tweeted? You know what I'm saying? Like, did did you read the book to get her context, or are you just looking what other people are saying and trying to run with it? The other thing I so want to say is, did you watch the that, whole interview? Exactly. Did you watch the whole? Did you watch the interview? You know what I mean? Like, 
the other thing I wanted to say is that, you know, some of the comments that people are making about, you know, eating, eating butter, eating the groceries, as people say, or whatever, be it male or female, whatever it is you do, like, people are, some people are into that, and others may not be. But why does that have a certain connotation when you have other individuals out here who participate in other things? Some people want to be wrapped up in latex, or some people like to be, you know, they like a little pain or hit with objects, or they like restraint or, you know, being choked or whatever the case may be. I mean, you people are trying to be funny and make comments about – or malicious comments, like I said, or some of them mean funny, yes. But making the malicious comments, derogatory comments, that's the part where – you kind of get into a frame like you, people are into other things, various things. So what's to say one is worse than the other or one is better than the other? Like where where do you come off with that? Because like I said, like Mike J said, people, some of these same people are doing things, you know, far more, you know, crazy than what they are doing as a married couple. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's just my take, but – yeah, I just and it's other factors like what do you care? Because it's like let's just be honest. Exactly. I was uh, cause, well, I was I would be like honest. You, most people they seen Gabrielle the way way that they would go purely in the fan mode. They wouldn't be like oh what whatever exactly. you said it like you know what's Miss Union and what's being like on marriage or whatever the situation may be. Let some people live. I personally thought right. it was just like when I first seen it, I was like, oh okay, but then again before I made a lot of comments. We went and we pulled the onion back. Like, oh, let's let's talk into this. Let's let's really delve into this thing. So, you know, I agree with both sides. What some people do, like the Bible says, the bed is undefiled. Whatever they do is what they do. If they even doing it, because she could have been using that as an example, an untrue example, just to get to the point about you know sexually, you know, you know, you know, relieving and you know your partner. Right. That could have been the bigger right. point. And also, to me, it was the point is. I'm looking at a point from the feminist side of like, hey, maybe there's some things that she wants to be done to her. And it's been so many exactly. years women are taught to be self-deprived from getting what they want in the bedroom because of the thoughts of other people, specifically men, about what they should do, what how they should do it and everything right. else. Kind of like, you know, she's got to have it, which is coming out on Netflix in a few weeks. You know, oh, that's yeah. kind Can't of the basis that, of the movie. So... I don't. I think I just wish people would like really like read more into stuff instead of just taking the easy way and looking at a looking at a looking like a quick blurb or something. So I, oh, yeah. I definitely want to sit back and encourage you to read and discuss and not just go out and say something that's out of pocket, which is the easy thing to do. But you know, discuss, become grown men, grown women. That's what we do. The grown man's podcast. But and we want to hear from we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear from you. So send us an email, grownmanishpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want your name, we put it in the email. We will give you a fake name, and we will read your comment. If you want to send us a tweet, send grownmanishpod on Twitter. Send us on Instagram, grownmanishpodcast. If you have something to say, we definitely will read it on the show. I think this is a very interesting topic. So Absolutely. Definitely send us we definitely want to, like I said, and we'll definitely like come back next show. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about it. We want to hear. We want to hear some some feedback and some perspective from from all sides. We we want to hear from those married individuals, both male and female. We want to hear from those individuals who are quote unquote single and out here, um, as Issa would say, got their rotation going. We want to hear from y'all. Yeah, just, we want to hear. We want to hear from individuals that are you know may not be married but are in a relationship. 
you know, how do you feel about this topic? How do you feel about, you know, being potentially being judged by what you do in your personal life? But also, Mike J and I talked about this too, like how sharing those things on a social platform or with the public. You know what I'm saying? Like, is that the place to do some of that type of stuff? Maybe for Gabrielle Union, because the platform and her her level of success and fame, and she's very successful and famous. Um, you know, maybe she's comfortable with that. She's used to being judged. But those those common folks like Mike J and I and some of you guys, you know, is is Twitter or Instagram or Facebook the place to you know say some of that stuff like that? You never know. You don't know. So we want to hear from y'all, man. Give us your thoughts. Give us your feedback, and so so, so we can have some open dialogue and discussion about it. Definitely. And also, going back to Gabrielle Union, she is a uh, she's talked to them many times how she was raped. So you know, for a sister to share something so traumatic to happen to her about being raped, and not only surviving that rape but thriving, you think this is really going to affect right. her? Think about it. Absolutely. She was raped by a stranger. Most people, and most people statistically say, are raped by somebody. No, but she was raped by a stranger. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. really, really think, and this woman has been talking about her issue of being raped for years and stood strong. But when you really think yep. this is going to bother her, <laughs> the right. money is not going to stop. I'm sure she's not going to give two zero. You know what about uh, right. about that? But one more person who deserves, you know, this popped in my mind. Go back to Gabriel Union. Remember the rapper Kaya, my neck, my back, my, you know, and my crush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah, yeah. She made some comments about, you know, Gabrielle Union has been very open about uh, here lately about having nine miscarriages, right? Men are right. able to conceive. So Kaya made some of the most insensitive comments about women who can't conceive. So Kaya, I know, didn't I hear this. Yeah, she talked about it. While you women can't conceive, now y'all popping up with twins and all that stuff. I want to know what's going on. Did you have all these abortions? I mean, she was way, way, way out of pocket. Way yeah, out that's, of pocket. That's, that's so, ridiculous. Uh, Kaya, so this is what I'm going to do. Kaya, you can get the, uh, you can sit on the swizzler, wrap it up from your neck, your back, you know what, and your crack, wrap it around your throat, and jump off a bridge. So she can get, she's the third person today <laughs> who's going to sit on the swizzler. You know what I'm saying? That's but, pretty, uh, that's pretty just, specific. <laughs> hey man, it's just it's I mean it's sad that she's so bitter and angry and this ugh. And there's nothing right. I hate worse than bitter angry people. And I'm a pretty yeah. cool like that cat. But uh that is just it was out of pocket and she was wrong. So she deserves to sit on yeah. the puzzler and for those she can she can sit on one with Harvey Weinstein and that uh teacher in um uh, in a master's so they can go ahead and just sit on the swizzle, the pulling pill, wrap around the throat, and choke on it. So, no time to do. So, I don't the show, man. Got any final comments? So, I want to leave y'all with this, my part comment. Y'all know I try to give y'all a little something every show. Uh, so, I want to give you this and let you, let you sit on it for a minute. If you figured it all out today, what will be the point of tomorrow? Enjoy the process of being a work in progress. That's some man. That's some deep stuff to think about. And uh for me, I wanna shout out somebody uh a new listener to Grown Manage Podcast. And uh, you know, yesterday I introduced her to the podcast and uh she's been going through some things. She's a she's an Alabama Christian Times fan. And she knows who she is. And we're doing you know, and as, <laughs> for those who don't know, we're Notre Dame fighting our thing. So we're you know, my dad always says, Come over to God's team. 
So come over to God's team. You know how y'all go to church and they be like, let there be one? Is there one? Soon oh, and very man. soon. So come on over go to the wife. Stand up. She knows who she is. Come ahead and stand up. If you need your neighbor to come take you down to the altar of Notre Dame, come on now. We'll take you down there. And you know, you know, and we will remove your sins being a Christian child fan and then burst you. So definitely I want The doors to of the her. cathedral are open. <laughs> they are open. Anybody stand up? I got a hallelujah. Right. Go ahead and say it off. So definitely she knows who she is. I mean, her son has another damn shirt now. So definitely I'll probably see her in a few weeks. But definitely want to make sure that she is getting shouted out, that she's fighting the struggle. Some people fight against iniquity. She is. Both physical and mental. Some people fight against, <laughs> against you know, drugs and alcohol and, you know, food or depression. She's fighting against being out. She wants to be another damn thing, but she's fighting so definitely we want to embrace her as she's fighting. We can show her the light. Stigma off of Come to Christ to you, we my sister. Show. Come to Notre Dame. We will show her the light. <laughs> we will show her the light. So definitely want to shout her out. And that's about it. And I don't really have anything like open, you know, like bow tie, anything like that of, of substance right now. But definitely we want to thank everybody for <laughs> you know, listen to the show, share it with the people, yeah, right. review and rate, y'all. Subscribe, review, and rate. And it's so important. Right. I, there's some things iTunes, Podbean, Google do. Play. Yeah. Basically, any podcaster app, we are there. And share it with your people. You know, we yeah, give out, We try to give out a lot of content. But, you know, because our point of view is a little different. We're different. There's some things that I like that he doesn't like and vice versa. So, right. definitely, uh, we definitely want to keep sharing, sharing the show, bigging it up. And, uh, really, that's about it, man. So, definitely, both time, I'll holler at you, my brother. And get with you. We're gonna have another show probably next Friday. Yep. One next yep, week. yep. But uh, yeah, yeah, man. man so, so no doubt. Thank you. Appreciate this. y'all. Y'all stay up this week. All right, Peace. we out. It's the two megastars summer mashup. The awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars, so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port and number not currently active on T-Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829. While supplies last, see store for details.